0: Hello and welcome back to Truth Prevails. I'm Amanda. I'm Astasia. It's one of those days. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. really is one of those days. How's your day been?
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's been okay. It's whatever. <laughs> How yeah. about you?
0: Uh. Well, have been dealing with a migraine, but then. Not necessarily today, but kind of like the after effects of it. So it's been it's been an interesting two days after the migraine. It's a pretty bad one. But yeah, um, other than that, kind of happy we're recording and uh, yeah, <laughs>
1: it just feels
0: so blank today.
1: <laughs> it's December. <laughs> It is December! Got a little twee with some lights. You might recognize it, because usually there's two on either side. But right now it's in the middle, all colorful and cute. I hope. We tried.
0: Yes. (laughs) We did. Uh, Yeah, so... It's a really busy month. Well, it seems to have been a really busy year, even though there's a situation going on in this world.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That will not be mentioned. (laughs) That will not be
0: mentioned. But anyways, but... Yeah, so, um, I guess this is probably going to be a little bit more casual, probably not, or maybe, I don't know, it's just, it seems like a really strange day for the both of us, so, gonna have to bear with us, uh, so the topic for this podcast,
1: podcast, is wisdom, wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) And not the teeth. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. I don't know where that came from, but, you know, there you go.
0: Yeah, okay, so, yeah, uh, wisdom, obvious. <clears throat> There's contrasting wisdoms. <laughs> that sounds bad. Wisdom. There. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, all right, enough with the giggles. Anyway, so we're going to be talking about wisdom. Wisdom, from above and wisdom from below. <laughs> so, uh, um, not going to go into a big description just yet about each one, but um, there is clear that as Christians, we are provided the wisdom from above, which is from God. So, we are to ask for it. And know for certain that we are given it as children of God. Now for those that are not walking with the Lord, that are not his children, their wisdom is from Satan. It's demonic in nature. So when you often hear people saying, um, oh this person's wise and you know just making all kinds of comments and saying all types of things of a person is wise a person is full of wisdom christ is not involved in their life that wisdom is of no value
1: mm-hmm. absolutely
0: not it's worldly it's selfish it's earthly it's demonic it's it's not true wisdom mm-hmm. only true wisdom comes from above and that is from christ And we'll kind of we'll kind of explain just what that wisdom looks like. But I don't know, Miss Asia, do you have anything to chime in before we actually delve into each types of wisdom? Uh,
1: I mean, I have like some stuff to say, but I'll probably save it, probably save them right now. But um, if you don't have wisdom, get it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) great tip. so um one scripture that's obviously very very important when it comes to wisdom is um let me open it up this is why I'm often looking down is because I have to have my scriptures here and for the most part all scriptures are read in King James Version unless otherwise noted so um the wisdom... Let's do the wisdom from below first. Anyways. Bad news, <laughs> so my, and then follow up with the good news. Good news, yeah. That's, that's kind of the way we want to do this. Um, so yeah, the wisdom that doesn't come from heaven is obviously earthly, sensual, devilish in nature. Um, for where envying and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. Now let me just read this scripture. Actually, I'm going to read from certain section here. Um, James 3. I kind of would like to read the whole thing, but I'm not going to read the whole thing. So I'll read from 13. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not, and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth, descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. So I'm going to stop there. So that was uh, James 3:13 through 16. So obviously, it doesn't come from a good place. And the fact of the matter is, is even if we have this conversation about, oh, any other wisdom that's not godly wisdom is not good wisdom, you will have people that will argue that, of course, because, oh, we make decisions, and we don't know Christ, or we do this, and we do things that are good. Yeah, sure, because the enemy is a master deceiver. He knows how to do things. He knows how to work through people. If you do not have Christ, you're basically a puppet of his, and he uses you for his plans and his tactics that he has here, and you are basically his, and you're used by him. So... Any wisdom that you so-called claim to have, honestly, the Bible depicts it as foolish wisdom. So <laughs> it's it's not godly wisdom in any sense of the word. And um, just because things are panning out because you've used wisdom um, does not mean that it's because you're doing this great job or it's something to acknowledge you by or it's something to um, boast about because, unfortunately, ultimately... You are just a ploy. You're just a vessel being used by the enemy to fulfill whatever he has. And sometimes that will look like success. It will look like you're obtaining a whole bunch of money. It'll look like you're popular, fame, fortune, all that great stuff because you've used your wisdom. But in actuality, I mean, have you considered what happens after you die? Have you considered mm-hmm. what comes after you um, that wisdom no longer works. Because that's the one thing that is so unfortunate that unbelievers don't understand and we want them to understand is that the enemy uses you and then he discards you. That's it, Mm -hmm. you know? It's just, that's the way that he does things. He uses you and he discards you and he doesn't care uh, um, anything about you whatsoever. Mm -hmm. That's just what it is. But God loves you and cares about you. And desires so much great things for you, mm-hmm. and He will never discard you. He will always be seeking after you. He will always hold you close. Mastasia always says that one scripture. He can't, uh, uh, he can't pluck you out of, or he you can't oh, be. Oh, you yes. can't
1: be plucked out of his hands. Thank you. Like, yes. No one, none should be
0: like, ah, yes. None can pluck you out of, yes. out of his hands. Yeah. Yeah. She often says that, and um, it's just amazing to just hold on to that and to know about that truth and to be his elect, but Mm -hmm. um, when it pertains to others um, in the world, there is a scripture that says, uh, Proverbs 1, 5 through 7, which is, a wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels, to understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction." Mm -hmm. And that's pertaining to that wisdom that comes from God, that's the only good kind of wisdom. And I'm pretty sure there's always like a mocking tone, um, or even people that will laugh at this, ha ha ha, yeah right, okay, Mm -hmm. godly wisdom, yeah whatever, you know. But there is a day that's called Judgment Day, and there is a day that you will give an account to everything that you have said and done here on earth. there are two types of judgments, which we kind of want to get into that at a later time, so I won't go into so much information on that, but there are two ju- two judgments, one's for believers, one for unbelievers, and if you are not a child of God, if you are not saved, if you do not believe in Jesus Christ and um, are walking and living for him, then your judgment is pretty much... A very dark eternity in a place called hell. So, um, yeah, yeah. wisdom, such a beautiful gift that's given from God, Mm -hmm. Um, but when it comes from earthly, sensual, demonic, it's very, uh, it's heartbreaking to Mm -hmm. see, because at one moment you're doing good, next moment you're not. Your decisions are very much selfish. Um, anyways, Ms. Asia, do you want to add anything to this?
1: <laughs> uh, you know, it just, we shouldn't be wise in our own eyes. And oftentimes we, with the pride and all that kind of stuff, we're just like, no, I don't need to hear this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear this. Like, I got it down. Um, like this has been working for me so far. So who cares? Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And especially when it comes to rejecting God and His Son and what He did for us on the cross so that we can be saved, that He took on that full wrath of God that, uh, to atone for our sins, that if we throw ourselves onto Him and believe in Him that we can be saved, when we reject that and just say, like, no, there is no God or we don't need God or we can do it our own way, we can get there by some other religion or some other type of thing, if I just do enough good works and all that kind of stuff, you're being wise in your own eyes. And it's foolishness because the truth is here for us in Scripture. Um, And so Scripture teaches that we're to be transformed by the renewing of our minds um, and then we can attest what God's good and perfect will is. Mm -hmm. And so... um, which I believe ties in really well with this, because if God's wisdom is the true wisdom, then of course, when you're reading his scriptures and you're being transformed by having your mind renewed, you're you're um, basically replacing your old mindsets and your old wisdom yes. that came from the way that you lived in the world if you, you know, weren't raised in a Christian household or whatever, and, you know, but you're replacing all those things, and taking god's word in place of them uh yeah so as christians
0: um we must never ever adapt to the wisdom of the world Mm -hmm. ever and if we do so we're basically we're shunning we're shunning or we're disgracing the lord we are um we must really be careful um it's i know that there's a scripture that talks about um walking circums- circumspectly. Um, so it's just as you're not walking as a fool, you're you're basically walking in the wisdom of the Lord. And so um, for those people that obviously choose not to know the Lord, choose not to follow him, reject him, deny him, you know, refuse him, all these things, um, they are ones that Think highly of themselves. They also think that they idolize other different things. They idolize their wisdom, their Mm -hmm. smarts, their whatever it is that they can possibly idolize, then it's not Christ. And their wisdom is faulty. It's faulty to a T. And that's why the perfect wisdom is from Christ, which we're going to get into shortly. But it is from Christ, and it's because there is authority. Um, in his word that was his obviously his word is Mm -hmm. full of wisdom and it's amazing when you start to consider that word wisdom and how it plays a huge part on how the world was created and everything like all in part of creation and all that stuff but um that wisdom that is earthly as I have mentioned and also Mastasia has mentioned it's very much rooted in pride which a lot of us tend to deal with pride. It's just that the the human nature to have that pride within ourselves. And if you do not know the story of Satan as Lucifer, he was an angel up in heaven, which pride, one of the greatest sins ever, was why he was kicked out of heaven. Mm -hmm. Um, Because he honestly believed that he could become God. Or was it like God? I'm I don't want to distort the scriptures in any kind of way or whatever. I just don't have it clearly at the top of my head right now. But I know that there was a sense of attaining to a form of God Mm -hmm. in a place of him. So um, he was sitting there and obviously thinking these things. And yet um, God wasn't going to have it. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it's like, okay. Uh, But the main root was pride. And so when it comes to the wisdom from this earth, from culture, from, uh, you know, whatever it is that you believe in yourself or it's just this whole concept of, you know, the self and, oh, I'm good enough or, um, I'm, I'm, you know, how how would they say, um, be you, yeah, be Mm -hmm. you, you're enough, like all these little things that we often hear out there Mm -hmm. or even these so-called things pertaining to self-care um, and, and such as like anything that pertains to the self, Mm -hmm. it's a worldly wisdom. It's the idea of worldly wisdom. It's like, whatever works for me, um, that's what I'm going to do. Whatever is going to make me happy, whatever is going to, um, promote me, whatever is going to make me bigger. I'm, I think about a lot of people that attempt to, try to get a lot of popularity on social media and things like that and everything, and it's because they're being wise in their own eyes. Mm-hmm. They're saying, well, this is how I can attain it. This is how mm-hmm. I can do it. And so they go out of their way to do whatever it takes, not realizing that there's an aspect to them leaning into the immorality part of it, the sensuality part of that horrible wisdom mm-hmm. that you know, this world wants to convey. Um, there is a, a sexuality to it. There is a very uh, prideful and ambitious and very just dirty type of way of um, using that type of wisdom, and it's it just never goes over well. It just does not, unfortunately. So, with that in mind, there are a few things to consider when. You are examining yourself, um, even as Christians. I think, you know, because our hearts can be deceitful at times, because we tend to try to think, well, you know, based on this before, or based on that, or based on what I've seen on this in the world, or in the culture, or whatever, Mm -hmm. then I'm just going to go by that. And it's just like, no. We must always remember, as Christians, that our sole authority is the Word of God. Mm -hmm. And that's what we have to go to, and that's where we grab our wisdom. That's where we have our wisdom. That's where we take everything and put it against the Word of God and say, okay, no, this doesn't work. That's that's not godly wisdom. That's going to go away. Or yes, this is godly wisdom. I'm going to keep that. And so as Mastasia has mentioned that, you know, we're refining our minds. We're we're renewing our minds. Um, It's by the power of the Word through the Holy Spirit. So that's what we have to continuously keep remembering. Mm -hmm. So these little few things that I'm gonna say may be challenging to hear, but it must be said because it's something that Mustajian and I are daily, consistently asking the Lord. Keep refining this. Keep bringing this to our minds. Keep, you know, keep doing these things. So, um, although I usually do like these questions, this um, question time in Amanda, question time with Amanda, but I'm not necessarily doing that just yet because I do have some other questions. But these are these are just little things actually to see whether this is something that you may be dealing with or you may be going through Um, and try not to take offense because honestly when we get easily offended it's because there's pride there and it's because we're looking for whatever makes us feel good and we're not willing to allow the Holy Spirit to convict us through the things that we hear. Mm -hmm. So um, Consider these two things, just gonna throw that out there, um, not attacking, not judging, although we can judge the, the, fruit, the fruits that are bared by people, um, especially Christians, yes, we're allowed to see that, we can see it clearly how a person is behaving and how they're acting. We can't judge the motives of a heart because we don't know where it's at, but we mm-hmm. can distinctly see how a person is behaving. And honestly, wisdom is made clear through a person's behavior um but anyways think on these things consider these things that i'm about to say are are you often wondering whether you have a selfish demeanor or an unselfish demeanor do you often wonder if you have like this pride that is becoming so evident or are you truly not prideful um, there's other aspects of, do you see yourself wanting to be there for others, to help others, to be a servant unto others, or are you more seeking to see what you can get out of others? What can you possibly, um, how can somebody serve you? Uh, as you can tell, these are contrasting sides, mm-hmm. um, but really mostly... The wisdom that comes from this world is very much a me-wisdom. It's very much me-centered. I want this. I will get this. I will do what it takes to do this, to get this, to have this. Um, And I've been seeing that a lot out there. I've been seeing it even in a lot of Christian circles. Um, And I think the idea of serving others and being there for others is also being heavily misconstrued with this whole idea of, um, you know, social norms and relativism and having a pluralistic society and all these things. It's all getting all jumbled within the Christian realm. And I think it's because the wisdom that we are using now, <laughs> even as Christians, is earthly wisdom. We're not right. using godly wisdom at all. Mm-hmm. And um, as Christians, Honestly, we are to stand out from this world. And the only way to do that is to have godly wisdom. Now, if you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, well, my pastors tell me that, you know, God accepts me for who I am and I don't need to change and he's going to do the work. Absolutely, he is going to do the work, but to have that mentality right there Mm -hmm. is earthly wisdom that's not godly wisdom. Mm -hmm. To have that, to have no desire to be like, I don't have to change, I don't, I don't have to read my word, I don't have to do these things, I I don't have to go to church, I don't have to pray, I don't have to do these. I would beg to wonder, are you truly a Christian? Are you truly saved? Um, Again, I did say in the beginning, uh, wisdom is evident by your behavior. So Again, are you sitting there and are you desiring the things of the Lord or are you not? Because if you're not, I would have to question where is your heart with the Lord? Are you still seeking to sin? Are you still seeking to keep yourself in these sins willfully? Are you having any kind of remorse over the sins um, that you might be partaking in? Are you being conscious of things that you're looking at, that you're thinking about, that you're hearing, Um, again, godly wisdom has a big deal with that. Otherwise, if you're not being affected by anything that you're seeing, hearing, um, doing that you know specifically are sinful in the Lord's eyes, then you are acting in earthly wisdom. Mm -hmm. If you are pretty much seeking to serve yourself ultimately and you're proclaiming Christ at the same time, that's really mocking the Lord. That's really making him look bad. Because if you seek to be more like the world so that you can fit in and that you can create some sort of relationships that I know a lot of pastors out there claim that that's what you need to do and you're not telling them the truth of God's word, then you're acting on earthly wisdom. Because what is that causing? It's causing that confusion that the scripture says. It's just not, it's really not doing anything to help um, Christianity altogether. It's not even doing anything to really help you to basically speak up and be a Christian. It's not what you're using is earthly wisdom that pretty much makes you just like everybody else, and you don't stand out. So, I know Mastasia probably has some things to add, so go ahead and turn them in, please.
1: (laughs) I think a lot of the issue is that that full scripture says, be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you will know God's good and perfect will, something along those lines. And I think, unfortunately, rather than trying to be in a sense conformed to scripture we try to conform scripture to what we believe is right so instead of seeking the scriptures to say what does god have to say about this matter we seek it with this bias in mind and an attitude of dominance rather than submission to who we call our lord but are we truly believing and treating him as our lord going to him in a submissive mentality As okay, God, if you say that this is sinful, if you say that this is unwise, if you say that this is foolish, then I need to turn from that and do what you call us to do that which is good and righteous and just. Um, And yet, so often, because of pride or fear or whatever it might be, rather than wanting to abide in Christ, we will find scriptures, and be like, no, 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 it can't mean that, it just can't, because I can't stand it to mean that, so, uh, no, 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 it probably means this, and then we start taking things out of context, we start trying to twist it, um, we start trying to look at it through the eyes of modern, uh, viewpoints, rather than knowing what it was in that time period, to know what it actually meant when certain things were said, um, and it's how you end up also getting ideas such as, you know, the gospel isn't enough. You have to add to it. You have to make sure you get really close to a person first. Otherwise they'll reject it as though we have anything to do with their salvation when it's Christ alone. And they just need to know the gospel because that's all we've been told to do is to go and share the gospel and make disciples. And so, um, it's just, but unfortunately it's just a lot of times because of all those things that Amanda's talking about, um, rather than going to scripture to be transformed and have our minds renewed, we go to it to use it as a debating tool and to suit our own agendas. Um, and this is something that I myself haven't been guilty of. Like I've noticed that there have been times where it's like I'm praying for clarity and for God to you know, give me his wisdom, you know. And trust, he eventually does make things clear and is does a refining work within me. But there have been times where... I can just tell that I'm going to the scriptures with a bias where mm-hmm. I can't accept it even if the truth were to mean one way because I'm so certain that it must mean this thing I'm right. already going in right. with. And so doing that is very dangerous and you and you start to sense that you're getting stuck, that you're hitting walls, that things aren't becoming as clear as you hoped they would because you're not really being submissive to the word you're having expectations and you really don't want to hear if it has to be anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so that can just cause a lot of confusion and a lot of false doctrines can come out of that yep. type of thing. And, um, so it's just really important that us as Christians, you know, that, You know, truly knowing God and proclaiming him as our Lord would mean that we want to have that um, demeanor of submission to him and to his word. And basically what he says goes because he is Lord, he is God, he knows best, clearly, because we didn't create this world. You know, there's still so many things about it that we don't know how it works, but God knows all of those fine details. Um, Yeah. I think it's just really important to
0: hone in on that whole idea of deception that comes out of that earthly wisdom, that when, as Mastasia stated, is you go to the Word, mind you, just point blank, I think I've said this in other um, podcasts before, there's only one interpretation of the Word of God, let's just already just understand that now. When pastors, I mean, whoever out there wants to come and be like, So what do you get out of the scripture? So what do you get out of the scripture? We don't have a thousand Holy Spirits, okay? We have one Holy Spirit that resides inside of us. Mm -hmm. And he gives us the same knowledge to all of us as his children, as his true children. He gives us that true understanding of what that word means. And I just understand that I am a person that has once before been like, well, you know, because my pastor tells me this and because somebody else tells me this or whatever, then okay, then there's like different ways of grasping the scripture, you know? Uh, okay, so let me just uh, go ahead and like this one today or let me like that one the next day or or let me see what I could pull out of this. And if you guys don't know, there are ways of studying the scripture, which I highly recommend you look into exposition. Of the scriptures which is scriptures interpreting scriptures through the power of the Holy Spirit it's amazing how that's done you know cross-referencing and all that stuff and it's not you imposing your wisdom that earthly wisdom but it's the wisdom from the Holy Spirit that's coming out from the book from the Word of God and being fed to you and um, and yes it was like how does that work it's like well when you're saved, honestly, it works. <laughs> I'm just like, it happens, especially when you're seeking the word. It's a supernatural act. You cannot, I can't even tell you how it all works. It just all, it's it's beautiful. It's, it's amazing to see just how, when you're reading things in context, when you're actually looking at the cross references, when you're seeing how the whole entirety of the 66 books in that Bible all lead to Jesus Christ and how amazing the gospel is. It's just Me and Mm Mastasia, we we get emotional sometimes about that, because honestly, we have dealt with so many different, probably pastors or people that just want to pull whatever they want to pull out of the Bible, and they're using their own wisdom to Mm -hmm. just do this, and that's why we have tons of doctrines out there, that's why we have tons of people walking around saying that they're Christian, yet they're living a life of sin, yet calling themselves Christian, um, People are being convinced in so many different ways, like you can continue and persist in what you're doing because God loves you. God is love. You know, um, no one has a right to judge you. No one has a right to tell you how to live. No one. It's like, that's not true. All of that is not true. If you're actually in your word and you're seeking the true interpretation of that word, Mm -hmm. there is a lot of conviction that comes in. There's a lot of cleansing of the heart, the renewing of the mind that comes in, and you become more holy. You're becoming more holy and you're desiring to see more people saved. You're desiring to be more humble. You're desiring more things of the Lord. And that is what that godly wisdom brings because godly wisdom comes from the word of God. Mm -hmm. It comes from the word of God through the power of the Holy Spirit. That starts to come in and I just, I cannot emphasize enough. I mean, I just, I feel like those burning coming up. Like, it's just like the whole aspect of deception is. Yeah, I'm not getting that. Um, I like what they're telling me. If we don't recall, I think it's in uh, 2 Timothy 4. Forgive me, I'll probably look up the scripture, but it's talking about, you know, building up teachers that tickle our ears. Um, that's what's happening a lot now. Mm-hmm. Everybody just wants to hear what they want to hear.
1: Feel good mentality. Feel good
0: mentality, yes. They just want to hear what they want to hear, whatever's going to make them feel good, whatever allows them to continue sinning, calling themselves Christians. Searing you know, the conscience. Searing the conscience. Gosh, on it, Mystasia. So it's like anything that just allows them to still call themselves Christian. Hey, I have my little spot in heaven, so I'm going to keep sitting down here and doing whatever I want. And then, yeah, I'll get up there by the by the skin of my teeth, or if that's how the saying goes, yeah, let me just do whatever I want down here. That's, (laughs) again, I can't call whether you're saved or not. The Lord knows your heart. The Lord knows the hearts of everybody. Our hearts are open wide to him, and Mm -hmm. he knows exactly where we land with him, whether we are his elect or we are not. So either you're an elect or you're a puppet of Satan. That's just, there's no middle ground. There's none of that or anything like that, and only he knows that. But what your behavior shows is where you stand in all of that and it truly makes Christians that are seeking and seeking after Christ to want to ask where's your heart? Mm -hmm. Where is your heart in all this? Are you truly seeking after Christ? Are you truly saved? I mean those are questions that are really hard but they're real and honestly I believe the Lord can return at any point in time. (laughs) I really do. Just as the matter is, how this world is, and the direction it's going, and just how we're seeing things develop, I do believe that his time is close. I don't know when though. I don't know what time. But do I want to be found um, worshiping him? You know, loving him, knowing about him, seeking after him? Absolutely. That's where I want to be found. And so, as I was mentioning before, that yeah, sitting there getting caught up and thinking, well, yeah, okay, that works for me or whatever. Guess what that does? It makes you start seeking more of that worldly wisdom. So you start to say, you know what? The Bible. Yeah, I kind of don't really care for it right now because it doesn't make me feel good. It's not telling me what I need. So let me go and pick up a few self-help books. Let me go and pick up some um, false teacher books. Let me go and pick up some um, personal development books. Let me go and pick up, yeah, fill in the blank. I mean, no other book out there is going to um, bypass, is going to um, exceed, is going to do anything for you like the Word of God is, Mm -hmm. the Holy Bible. The Holy Bible is what we stand firm on as Christians. If you are a Christian, I highly, highly, highly suggest you're in your word more than anything else. And no, I'm not trying to be anti-books. I'm not trying to be like you can't read anything else. But where does your soul wisdom come from? Mm -hmm. It comes from the Word of God. You're not getting it from all these other books. You're not getting it from all these other people. And you have to challenge where the wisdom is coming from, Mm -hmm. from all these pastors that you're listening to. Wherever they are coming from, you need to discern whether it's godly wisdom or it's earthly wisdom. Right. It's so <laughs> important nowadays. It's been important for years and it's getting even more important to discern those things. Because unfortunately, there are too many people out there that are getting swayed so easily because guess what? The Bible is not being read. It's not being adhered to. We're no longer being doers of the word. We're just listening on Sunday morning, even if that, or we're saying, I got my own little relationship with the Lord, or, you know, we got our own little thing going on. And so basically people are just creating their own little gods, their own little idols of what they want. And that is all coming from earthly wisdom. Mm -hmm. Stacia,
1: do you have anything to add to that? Because, you know, we want to live a Christ-centered life where basically we're picking up, we're bearing our cross daily And we want to love the Lord with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And so we're basically supposed to be living a life where it's basically all for Christ. Um, And it's interesting because, you know, it says, you know, if you believe that he is your Lord, you profess him as your Lord. Well, where is the Lordship when the focus becomes about us? Yeah. Um, And, you know... Am I feeling good? Am I being served enough? You know, am I, whatever, like it just so easily can become a whole me mentality where you're no longer trying to see, is this Christ-like? Is this something that would be pleasing to him? Uh, Is this wisdom to him? Uh, Because we're not really focused about our lives being for him. Our lives are not our own, but we're still trying to live it for ourselves sometimes and that's not the point (laughs) we're supposed to be living unto his glory um not abusing that free gift that he's given us um and you know being a true believer you should have no desire to abuse that gift you would want to flee as far from abusing that as possible um and and so with the whole thing of living for self and everything and not living for christ That's what the worldly wisdom is pretty much about. Be you rather than, no, I want to bear the fruit of the spirit. I want Mm -hmm. to abide in Christ. I want to be more like Christ. Lord, may I be renewed by your word to be more like him. Instead, it's you're enough. No, we're not. We can't save ourselves. We needed Christ. Um, And the thing is, is by worldly means, all of those sayings are supposed to have good implications. They want to be positive. They want to be helpful. They want to be loving. But a lot of it just can tickle our ears mm-hmm. and take our focus off of Christ and onto self. Um, we're called to love others as we love ourselves. Um, and you know, take, and so that you we know, don't take care of them as we would take care of ourselves. Um, and it's just, there's a lot of ways that pride can get caught up in that. If, if any believer is struggling in Because I've even struggled in this, where I have self-hatred and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, What we don't need is more of us and more feel-good mentality and more just do whatever you want or just stay in the depressive state or anything like that. Mm -hmm. What we need is Christ. We need to be reminded of his love. He died for us. And that we can be saved and we did nothing to earn that. It's mm-hmm. nothing about, oh, you're you're not good enough or even you were good enough. It's Christ was good enough mm-hmm. that he lived that perfect life and died for us that we can not only be forgiven, but also be viewed by God as having done all his right, having all his mm-hmm. righteousness. You, and it is such a gift and a blessing. What we need is more of Christ and living as though he is our Lord because he is. Um and so, and he's Lord of all, mind yes. you. It's just, are you a believer who's living after that? Right. Or are you living for self, for pleasure, and, you know, wealth, right. all of those kinds of things. Right. Um, and so, it's just really needing to focus on, okay, what is pleasing to Christ? Let's live for him. Let's study his scripture to know. Because if you're not focused on Christ and you're kind of flimsy with the Bible, trying to just come, like, anybody can interpret it however they want, well, then now everybody's their own Lord. Everybody's their own accountability. Everybody is their own authority. Because that's what happens if you take a piece of scripture and say, well, if you say it means that to you, and you say it means that to you, well, then go ahead with that. But what is that making? People are now their own authority. It's no longer, no, it's not just because you think that's right that makes it right. Does scripture say it's right? So it's just, we need that lordship. We need that accountability. We need the authority. We need to recognize that God is our king and live according to that. And it's not always going to feel good. In fact, there's a lot of conviction that can come in. But we're no longer condemned, fortunately, because we are gods. Mm -hmm. So um, it's just, it's a very slippery slope when we start um, becoming more flimsy with the scriptures And living for self rather than living for Christ. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, so just
0: final note on that end is that obviously we're seeing more and more Christians waging war against each other than we are seeing them become more together and unified in that one true interpretation. Um, It's just, it's signs of the times. It's signs of the age. It's just you can see it clear mm-hmm. as day. And so um with that in mind, I think we can take a little break by having Mastasia's little random fact. Alright, <laughs> right, so let's put it in here. Little random facts about Mastasia.
1: Oh, my Woo! Cute. <laughs> um Man, I I feel like I'm always like so unprepared. <laughs> but the most obvious thing is, um, outside of this room, we have a nice little cozy place where it's just all decked out yeah. and like festivities, <laughs> you know, December, Yay! winter vibe, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, here we have a tree, and mm-hmm. it's like I like I said, we used to have one on either side. But now one of them is in that other room, and one of them's here. And they both have little cute lights and all that kind of stuff. And the reason why it's a random fact about me is just because I didn't grow up, you know, in the whole thing, like, festivities and all that kind of stuff. You know, for me, uh, my family used to be, um, and a lot still are, unfortunately, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, it was always, you know, don't do these things, because it's really evil, and all that kind of stuff, um, and I know that some, uh, Christians may still have, you know, their own belief that they'd rather not partake in this kind of stuff, and it's like, okay, um, but, uh, for, for me, I've always enjoyed just how joyful that this time of year can seem to be, and also, uh, another opportunity to just really, praise God for Christ and um, focus Mm, on him and all that which you know we want to be doing always but it's just like (laughs) another opportunity to just keep on in that kind of thing and um, yeah so I've never really been able to do the kind of thing where you know you decorate and all that whatnot Mm -hmm. and now I have a little spot where it is decorated and and it's very nice. So. It's really cute, actually. <laughs> it's super cute. She's
0: just saying that because she helped. Oh! I'm just didn't give me a wage? <laughs> uh, no, it was, it was nice. It, was, it yeah. was fun. Yeah, I do. I do like decorating for Christmas. Uh, okay, so um, let's transition to godly wisdom. My goodness, the time.
1: <laughs> ah, okay,
0: so um, godly wisdom, I'm going to read James 3, 17. King James Version, which says, but the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. So, um, mind you, I'm pretty vocal about it, and so I'm going to continue being vocal about it, is <laughs> Mastasia and I are really, really, um, we really, really treasure sermons from particular pastors because we feel we have grown immensely through them. They are constantly just feeding us the Word of God, um, encouraging us to be in that. So, um, I thought something was really, really great that I had read from John MacArthur, and I think it was one of his um, devotionals that he did a long time ago. And so, he kind of breaks down each one of those characteristics that I just said about godly wisdom, which I'm not going to go into an extensive detail, but I will like to maybe just touch a little bit on each one. And if Nastasia, you have something to say, chime in, please, mm-hmm. you know, just jump in, jump in. Um, so again, again, uh, pertaining to the wisdom that is godly is, First and foremost, pure. That's what that first one says. And can't really go into the whole thing that was written about that because it's a whole lot. But it's basically, you know, checking the motives. Checking the motives of a person's heart. Um, You know, that uh, we, us, I say as Christians, we need to basically check ourselves against this. Mm -hmm. Basically see where our motives are. Make sure that they are pure. That they are obviously God-honoring. That Mm -hmm. they will... um, honestly give all glory to God for for everything, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: knowing that as we persevere in this battle that we have here, um, that we remain pure in our hearts, and that is to be repenting of our sins, to be knowledgeable of those things, to be glorifying Christ in that. Um, Ms. Taja, would you like to add anything to that one?
1: Yeah, I think it kind of goes back to, you know, living for God and not living for self, mm-hmm. um, and basically you know, therefore wanting to live in righteousness and not in sinful things, Right. Mm-hmm. Um. And mind you, you know, we have to examine ourselves because sometimes, you know, we can fool ourselves into thinking, oh, I'm doing this for God, but really you're doing it because, you know, you think you might get something out of it or have some type of enjoyment or, from it or something like that, you know. Right. So, um, I mean, you know, if you love doing something that glorifies God and you get enjoyment out of that, no shame in that, of course. That's right. a wonderful right. thing, like, of course. But, um, you know, it's just important to examine ourselves and, you know, not rely on even ourselves in that to, like, figure out, you know, if something's up. But, you know, give it over to God. Um, Ask him to see if there's anything in you that is basically unpure. Um, And then he'll make that clear. There you go. Uh, Also, uh,
0: the next trait is peaceable. Uh, I think that's rather important because I think it also gets misconstrued with, like... A lot of wisdom of the world Mm -hmm. but Peaceable is obviously saying that we are looking to promote peace as Christians we are looking to not cause any confusion or disorder so we're not sitting here and trying to bicker and argue with other Christians over things but we need to come together and be unified in that one interpretation so that we can be speaking that out forth to all the people and speaking and preaching that gospel to all people that one and only gospel that exists and not causing that confusion. Also, don't promote yourself. It's mm-hmm. not about you. It's it's not even about you. Don't compromise the truth and seek to make peace, as, as I think scripture says, to do your best to live at peace with all men. I mean, that is what we're aiming to do. But that does not mean that we do not go and preach the gospel and tell the truth of what God's word says. We just do not... Seek to argue people, argue with people, or you know, condemn people, or um, try to beat people over the head, right. or just try to have our way with them. And like, this is how we're gonna convince you. We have to trust that the word of God is powerful mm-hmm. and mighty on its own. Right. It will not return void. You say what you need to say, and you leave it there, and trust that the Holy Spirit will do the rest mm-hmm. of the work. We're not we're not sitting there and having to force. In our own wisdom, let me explain this to you, let me give you all this, let me toss this, that, that, whatever, let me add to it to make it all pretty, let me... No, we don't do that. Mm -hmm. We absolutely do not do that. That's earthly wisdom. Right. We simply give them what the Word of God says, and that's all we need to do. Want to add to that?
1: Now that was... (laughs) Clear,
0: clear, clear, Mm clear. Okay, and then um, the next one is gentle. I'm still working on that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like, ah, I laugh because yes. Um, so basically, whew, as Christians, and when we do speak the truth or the gospel, we can be heavily hated. <laughs> we can be mistreated. Mm-hmm. We can be um, cursed at. We can be spit at. We can be hit. We can be all kinds of different things. Um but we must take it with humility. And this is not a free pass for you unbelievers to just go ahead and be that way. Like, I wonder sometimes, um, why not just take the time to listen? What's the harm in that? What is the harm in listening? If you are so strong in what you believe in, then there should be no cause for concern. Mm-hmm. Um, we can have civil discussions over things. It, there shouldn't be this um, desire to debate or to argue. or right. to, physically fight over these things if you know you stand true in what you believe in right so it's just like well I stand true in what I believe in so let's have a civil discussion let's 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 talk about these things let's do that you know but back to Christians um, we must be humble and we must remain humble and we must seek to be courteous we must Mm -hmm. seek to be patient loving gentle (laughs) kind we must seek to have as she has mentioned the fruits of the spirits this fruit of the Spirit, Galatians 5, 22, 23, I believe it is, we must seek to live that way, and we must convey mm-hmm. that out in our actions. Our behavior proves what wisdom we walk in.
1: So, Stasia, would you like to add to that? It kind of reminds me, too, of, like, um, where, uh, I wish I could remember if it was Paul or if it was Peter, but pretty much uh, when the apostles were put in a situation where um, they're basically Lashed, they are whipped for continuing to preach the gospel even when they were told not to. But they were like, We need to serve God and obey Him Mm -hmm. rather than you guys, so we are going to continue doing that. And so they were whipped to try to uh, persuade them to not do that. Um, And when they left, they went away rejoicing that they Mm -hmm. had been found worthy to endure persecution for the Lord's sake. Um, And uh, so, you know, when things can happen to us where we are mistreated, when, you know, all those things that Amanda said, you know, spat upon, hit, cursed out, any kind of thing like that, Right. that's not an opportunity for us to come lashing out in just the same way. Instead, it's an opportunity to rejoice that, you know, we're counted worthy to suffer these things right. for the Lord, you right. know. Um, and And, you know, so that's like we speak truth and we speak it, you know, purely and gently, um, and for the Lord. Uh, and anything that can come out of that, we just trust our treasures in heaven, and we are living not for ourselves, but for him. Um, Amen. Yeah. Um,
0: so, there is also the aspect of reasonableness. So, as a Christian, again, are we reasonable? And what that pertains to is Are we easily persuaded and teachable? Are we fully committing and submitting ourselves to the Word of God? Not the world, okay? Mm -hmm. We always seek to be living by God's standards, not the world's standards. Mm -hmm. So are we reasonable in that, such as, like, we are humble. We seek to be submitted unto what it is that Christ Mm -hmm. is telling us to not do and to do in His Mm -hmm. Word, clearly.
1: Right. So it's pretty much... You know, we want to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. We want to become more like Christ and less like this world. And so when we're confronted with scripture and it says, you know, this, you know, you you are easily angered and we are Mm. called to not be that, then rather than be like, no, that doesn't have to pertain to me. I don't need to listen to this. Instead, it's more of that attitude of submission to the Lord and being like, okay, God, help me in this. Because you've given me your Holy Spirit to be able to not fall into temptation. You always create uh, provide a way of escape. Perfect. And I um, want to bear that fruit, and I can only do so if I abide in you, Lord. So assist me in this, please. Because only, in fact, you know, deliver me from this. Because only you can truly do that work in me. That, you know, I won't be perfect until Christ returns. Right. But you are nonetheless working on me. Um, so it's basically, are we going to be... Um, submitted to his word or are we going to lash out against it when it doesn't uh feel good or um you know maybe we feel uh convicted and then it turns to guilt and then that makes us run from it when Mm. really there should not be the guilt because we do not stand condemned any longer because we're under christ um but that conviction of knowing this is truthful and i'm not living in that um is something to take to god to uh with and um have that work be done right
0: um the next trait is full of mercy and that's pretty quick and clear and that is just to um you're quick to forgive gosh how much mercy does god show us every day Mm -hmm. so we must show that to others demonstrating it through you know the compassion that we have for others um be merciful in all aspects of that cj no yeah yeah pretty clear (laughs) huh yeah um, also, good fruits, and that's just basically um, we are not saved by anything else but by grace or faith. Okay, mm-hmm. it's, um, some people want to say, Oh, you know, you're adding works to it, you're not, you're this. It just it, there's arguments galore that go on out there, but honestly, once you are saved. By your faith, you do start to do good works, mm-hmm. <laughs> and those are the good fruits that you bear. It's a natural That's occurrence. Exactly. It's a natural occurrence of what happens when you receive that Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. that renewed heart, you know, that softened heart, and your mind is being renewed. Mm-hmm. You are drawn to do those good deeds that God has created for us. Is it? Um,
1: mm-hmm. He prepared in advance for us to thank do. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yes,
0: I believe it's Ephesians 2.10. I hope I'm right. If not gotta go check that out (laughs) but yes um i kind of want to give references as much Mm -hmm. as possible um so yeah if i'd like to look up that scripture so i will as mistasia's talking
1: if she has more to add to that good fruits um you know i think what comes to mind is it you know it's an evidence of the lord working in you it's not something that you can force and try to mimic um to say oh well because of this god has to you know Save me pretty much, kind of thing as though you can like force his hand when it's completely just an act of mercy and grace. Um, and you know, it's you know, bearing fruit is something that we can only do in Christ. You know, um, he is that vine, we are the branches. If we're cut off from him, we can't live, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. we can't bear fruit. And so, um, we need to abide in Christ, right. um, otherwise, we can't bear fruit anyway. So, it's completely just his. Influence and in his working in us that um, we just naturally start to do those things. Exactly. So it is Ephesians 2.10. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
0: <laughs> 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 so it says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, that's rather important as Mastasia has stated that we will just naturally walk in those things. Right. We will do them. Um Okay. So the next one is unwavering. And that basically is, again, you are not going to waver from God's standards. Mm -hmm. You are not going to submit unto any kind of teaching that um, negates the word of God. You are not going to waver from the truth, period. Stand firm in the faith. There you go. Stand firm. Contend for that faith. Mm -hmm. Contend for it. Um, And then we have lastly is, you know, without hypocrisy. I think that one's a little bigger than others. And um, it's just being genuine of where you stand on everything. And basically to convey that behavior, that holy, you know, it says for, you know, you are to be holy for he is holy. It's, you are to live that life that betrays Christ. You are an example of who he is. So don't do anything that will make you look <laughs> hypocritical over all that. And mm-hmm. I'm guilty of that. I, I say that straight up. In my walk, I know there's been times where I do things, I say things, and pretty much anybody could say, like, are you a real Christian? You know, are you really? Um, so I think at times in walking and having the severity of trials and things is what refines us and at times we may be a little wobbly and struggling with with things but then our faith is increased and the lord makes himself known how powerful he is and we're just like we don't want to lose this we want that godly wisdom we Mm -hmm. don't want to walk in that earthly wisdom we no longer want to look like the world we don't want to be like the world We want to be like Christ. We want to be like Him, and we want to convey that. We want to make sure that people are seeing how wonderful and how amazing that walk with the Lord is. Absolutely, it's not a cakewalk, and there is suffering. But to have His wisdom and to be walking in that and just to see how amazing and how blessed and how fulfilling and just um, just what joy you receive in those sufferings as well as in the blessings... Mm -hmm. It's hard to imagine someone that would not want that. It's just, when I think about myself and wanting to do things in my own strength and my own wisdom, oh my gosh, did I fail? Oh my goodness, did everything just seem so chaotic? Did everything just feel as though it was never gonna be good? That, you know, even if things were going good, it was always a matter of still living in anxiety and in fear and wondering when that next shoe is going to drop because you know that We're fickle. You know that our way of thinking and doing things is just it changes so much. And it's like to not have anything that's authority to not have anything that could guide you to not have anything that is solid and never changes like the word of God to be your anchor to Mm. be what guides you. You're just basically a leaf tossed in the wind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Literally. Like you're just out there like, Okay, well let me make this decision. Let's see what happens. Okay, well let me just th- th- this and let me just do that and let me just flow with this and let me just flow with that. You're just you literally you're a product of your environment and you just do whatever it is that makes people happy, you happy. Right. Just you're you're basically
1: You have no foundation. Thank
0: you. Yes, you don't. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, but when you have the word of God and you have his wisdom, it's just, there's purpose. Mm-hmm. There is foundation. There is... Clarity. Clarity. There's, it, I just, yeah, there's a lot. Would you like to add to
1: that? <laughs> I, I just think with all this, like, um, it reminds me of just the scripture where it talks about how God's word is perfect for, like, you know, reproof, review, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That, unfortunately, I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but, you know, basically... Um, talking about, like, how useful God's Word is, how sufficient God's Word Mm -hmm. is, Um, and so it needs to be our foundation. It's something that um, we are blessed to have. Um, Yeah. So, God's Word is amazing. Yay! (laughs) So I would like to
0: cheer it on even more so. Mm -hmm. Um, So, the scripture you're referring to is, 2 Timothy 3:16, 17, and that is, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction, and in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and it all is. begins with fearing the Lord. <laughs> yeah,
0: it does. And that's what comes, and that's the beginning of knowledge and yep. wisdom. <laughs> uh-huh. The beginning of knowledge and
1: wisdom is fearing the Lord. Yeah. It's, we must. We must fear him Yeah Accept his gift We must have Christ as our lord (laughs) Absolutely Okay It all goes together
0: So time is definitely um, Super run out (laughs) Yep So I'd like to uh, Toss in my little jingle And just give you Three questions to think about Mm -hmm. So toss it in here Question. so very cute okay three questions to think about as i usually say you just take them before the lord see what comes up read the word of god because that's where the answers come that literally i he never fails he doesn't he doesn't fail in like making things known to us especially when we seek when we seek him with all of our hearts we will find him mm-hmm. he doesn't hold back his wisdom he gives it to us freely it's so wonderful okay question number one um what wisdom do you partake in godly or demonic. Question number two, do you even care what wisdom? You're rolling in. (laughs) And question number three, do you want to walk in godly wisdom? Absolutely. Wholeheartedly. Okay, those are my three questions. That's pretty much it. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so, I feel like we have so much more to say though, but yeah, our time has really run out. Um, so, Again, we're going to close in prayer,
1: and would you like to do it once more, Amastasia? (laughs) Sure. Thank you. Okay. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time that you've given us um, to focus on your word, Lord, and thank you for everything that you've provided in your word. Your scripture is sufficient, and you have equipped us with all that we need, Lord. Um, May we continue to abide in Christ And may you give us your wisdom and discernment, Lord, in all of these things that pertain to life, that we would walk in a way that glorifies you in everything that we do. And may you continue to make things clear to us, to be able to discern what is your wisdom versus what is worldly wisdom, Lord. And may we be convicted, though we no longer stand condemned, um, because those who are Uh, We have rejected your son, stand condemned already before you, but those who believe and are saved through Christ are no longer condemned because he has um, taken that wrath in our place, Lord. So thank you so much, God, that your word can convict us and that your word can make things clear to us. And it is all by your working. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that you've given each of your children, Lord. So may we walk wisely in a way that is pleasing to you and living unto christ lord and it's in jesus name that we pray amen amen okay thank you so much for tuning in once more
0: um we greatly appreciate the support the prayers that come in um we always keep everybody in prayer because we just don't know who who's listening or who's out there or who will listen um so we just thank you so much again and tune in next time and yeah god bless you guys bye Bye.